global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. Futures moving higher this morning. Let's go to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. And here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Karen. Futures are gaining today as WTI crude futures top $50 trade to the highest since October. Dow futures currently higher by 32 points. SBs gained two and a half and NASDAQ futures rise by seven. The U.S. 10 yield at 1.86%. And main European markets are well off their session lows. Germany gains 0.6%. On the U.S. economic front at 8.30, initial jobs claims and durable goods orders. At 10 o'clock, pending home sales. At 10.30, natural gas storage change. At 11 o'clock, Kansas City Fed. After the Bellas Night Costco Q3 adjusted EPS topped estimates, although comp sales missed, and HP Q2 adjusted EPS beat estimates, but lowered the high end of 2016 EPS views. Regarding earnings this morning, tech data Q2 views beat estimates and Dollar Tree raised year forecast. In other news, the Financial Times reported Apple executives said to have discussed Time Warner bid last year and Sears to explore options for its Kenmore Craftsman and diehard brands. Finally, Alibaba shares defended over at Evercore ISI remains a buy with a price target of 98, and Archer Daniels raised a buy over at Citigroup. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Karen? All right, thanks, Bill. To hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type Squawk Go on your terminal. That's S-Q-U-A-W-K Go. That's a Bloomberg business flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, uh, thanks so much. Bloomberg surveillance this morning is always brought to you by Invesco. To the day's headlines, have you searching for more investment views? Invesco's experts. They can help find the latest thought leadership at the Invesco blog. Visit Invesco.com slash U.S. to subscribe. It is always a good time to catch up with Stan Collender. He has been of huge value to us over the years on the nation's fiscal stresses. Maybe it's in the background a little bit. Uh, right now, but no, I would say that um, it, it's it's really always in the forefront. Um, Stan Collender of Corvus Communications. Stan, good morning. Good morning. Good to talk to you. I, I, I look at the CBO and the CBO idea of where we're heading, and I know I guess it's on the back burner, but the summation is we're going to get some technical issues. Why don't you work those out? I'll talk to Michael McKee about this as we set up Mr. Collender again uh, with his good audio. Mike, this, the Congressional Budget Office has a lot of plug-ins from 2015 out to 2026, and they take a roughly 10-year view. We bring in we bring in 42 trillion dollars. Stan, I guess you're back with us. We bring in 42 trillion. We spend 51 trillion. And we got a $9 trillion gap over a decade. And yet that's a good budget. How can we feel good about that? Well, you can't. Um, but you, what you should feel worse about is that no one's talking about it. No one has a solution. And when I testified in front of the House Budget Committee yesterday, no one even mentioned it. I mean, it, it's, it, 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 you know as well as I do, Mike in particular because of his years in Washington, um, Congress doesn't deal with things unless there's a crisis. And we're going to wait for this to happen and wait for the bond market and, and international, you know, the international economy to, to crash before they decide they want to deal with this type of situation. Yeah, there's where you're wrong, uh, Stan. Somebody is talking about it. Someone named Stan Collender, the, a.k.a. the budget guy, uh, went up to Capitol Hill yesterday 
and uh, said basically the emperor has no clothes. Uh, uh, how, you, the, the budget committee always blames other people uh, and other problems, and you said, look, it's, it's your fault that things are screwed up. How did that go over? Well, um, first of all, I had to hold my tongue. I was, I, my testimony was pretty strong, but what I really wanted to tell them was to grow a pair. Um, and, and they didn't want to hear that. Instead, they blamed the process. They blamed, uh, you know, the, the White House's failure to negotiate. Um, you know, it was everyone else's fault but their own. Um, I was remarkably surprised that they didn't rip me apart and send me to the, you know, the Russian front. Uh, I was not tarred and feathered, but they, they didn't come up with a solution. And, Mike, i got to tell you, the biggest disappointment to me was no one. No one mentioned the phrase fiscal policy, which is we need a process, they, they should have said, that would actually allow us to set a fiscal policy that's appropriate to deal with the kinds of issues that Tom was mentioning. No one said that, uh, not not one of the 20 members who was there, Democrat or Republican. Well, you basically, oh, I mean, the, the, here's the word in your testimony, the increasingly dismal record of these committees. Uh, did they did, did they acknowledge that they had accomplished nothing for years? No, they would never do that. They they would they would just say it's the all they said kept saying is, is it's the process's fault. And I reminded them that under the Constitution they had already had all the power they needed to do whatever they wanted to pass a budget, to pass appropriations, to increase or decrease spending. Both of all of which were were discussed, but none of them acknowledged the fact that they could do it. They they kept felt they felt that they had to be forced to do it. And then, of course, I reminded them that when the, there are rules in place now that theoretically force them to do things like pass a budget, and they routinely ignore them anyway. So why bother well, changing anything? Is the forcing interest rates? Is the forcing the aggregate debt buildup? What will be the force X number of years out? Um, well, it's not going to be the aggregate debt buildup because that's too complicated for most members of Congress to understand. Um, it, it would be some combination of interest rates building up and the average person at home saying, enough, I can't afford my, my you know, adjustable rate mortgage now. I can't afford my yeah. credit card. You got So that's, that's got to be the precipitating factor. It's got to be political, right. not economic. And, Mike, I would point out CBO's lofty run rate seven, eight years out is 3.50%, not, not exactly a stratospheric yield. There isn't. A, it would be very hard, uh, Stan, to find an economist who would not suggest that monetary policy is reaching its limits and it's time for uh, some fiscal help. Uh, was it possible to find anyone on Capitol Hill who would agree? Um, they might actually, Mike, uh, at least on the Republican side, don't forget they're very critical of the Fed. And they're very critical of what the Fed does on interest rates, whether it's up or down. So essentially what you've got on Capitol Hill is a a formula for or basically freeze in economic policy. That is, don't do anything on the fiscal policy side that might be productive, and don't do anything on the monetary side that that might be helpful. So let the economy just go where it is, and and what you've got here is is people playing politics. We've got to get you back on again for a longer discussion. Stan Collender with Corvus MSR. Uh, because you look at, you folks, you look at the uh, CBO's best efforts in March of this mess, and it completely identifies Mr. Collender's testimony uh, to Congress yesterday. Remarkable, Michael, the um, non-differential between the Social Security buildup and the medical Medicare buildup. They're not that too far apart. Futures up to, this is Bloomberg Surveillance. 
Coming up, the With All Due Respect highlight brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit LandRoverTriState.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. 